0: welcome to the Mindset Growth Academy podcast. I'm your host, Emma Gibbs-Ung. Each show, I'm going to be using a combination of interviews with incredibly inspiring people from around the world who have achieved greatness, overcome adversity, and never given up, as well as solo episodes from me sharing my own journey as a leading mindset coach, helping to inspire, support, and guide you to create growth mindset so you can achieve success in all areas of your life. Are you ready to bring mindset to life and create success from the inside out? Let's go. Hello and welcome back to the Mindset Growth Academy podcast. This week's show is a solo episode with myself and I'm going to be talking about growth mindset. And the difference between a growth mindset and a fixed mindset. Now, as you know, each and every one of my shows has a theme around mindset. And my intention with this show was to really allow you to form a deeper connection to mindset and to understand that it it transfers and, and features in so many different areas of our life, which is why I've interviewed so many different people From all walks of life, and I really just wanted to take this show to break it down and to really start to look at some of the common themes that are running through each of my guests that I have interviewed and start to look at it in a growth and fixed mindset point of view. Because, as we know, mindset is about perception, it's about how you perceive things, quite often based on your past experiences, your upbringing, your education. Uh, your beliefs, etc. And so everyone's mindset is different. What the beauty with mindset is that it can change at any given time, it can change for the worse, or it can change for the better. And that's really based around a lot of these beliefs that we have. And so it's often really important to understand what those beliefs are, where they come from, how real they are in your life right now, because quite often our beliefs are built around past experiences and and often define our choices but are coming from from a place that is no longer in alignment with who we are because we are obviously a different person in this present moment to where we were in the past and as you know i am a massive believer that our past doesn't define our future and so it's really important to to recognize that actually our mindset is is unique to us Some people absolutely thrive on mindset. Other people find mindset overwhelming, a bit fluffy, challenging, hard work, sometimes a waste of time. And this can often come off a fixed mindset. Uh, Then there are others, i.e. the people that I've been interviewing um, and myself that work off a growth mindset. And these people are often industry leaders or professional sports people or very successful within their within their life within their career within their happiness and it has often played a pivotal part in their success and whenever you speak to um, these people as I have obviously during the shows it has been a, a game changer mindset has been a game changer from them to make them stand out from the crowd and this is really what I want you to recognize that Everything that we talk about when it comes to mindset is coming from a generic place. So a lot of the things that, that are spoken about are very generic. What I want you to do and what you hear these people um, doing during the interviews is they personalize these techniques to make them relevant to themselves and to make the, and connect to them on a deep emotional level and to build awareness around who they are how they work, and then to kind of put a solid foundation, a strategic foundation in place that allows them to manage the roller coaster that is life. So the curveballs, the challenges, the obstacles. And so I just wanted to point out a few things that I have taken note of. and want to share them with you, breaking down what it is that I feel that the people so far that I've interviewed have that creates that that growth mindset. That is a perfect example of growth mindset. And that's each and every one of them has met challenges head on and learnt from their mistakes. They've let go of limiting thoughts. When times got tough, they dug deep and pulled on resources. They took their goals seriously and made them non-negotiable. They pulled on their strengths and developed their weaknesses. They faced fear head on and recognized that this was driven by their ego. They broke down barriers and went beyond the norm. They took time to get to know who they were and based every strategic plan around them. They built a support network around them. They recognized the importance of self-care. They measured success. They knew exactly what it looked like and how it would feel when they achieved it. And they took action every single day. They kept it simple and they were responsible for their outcomes. These are all signs of a growth mindset. And so in theory, they're no different from me and you. Um, they're no different from anybody because we all have the capability to achieve anything we put our mind to. The difference is they've chosen to use their mindset to push beyond the norm. They've chosen to learn from mistakes. They've chosen to not let fear hold them back. They've chosen to um, take responsibility for their outcomes and be accountable for their success and to achieve the impossible or what they could quite easily believe is impossible. But they've chosen to focus on the success and the goals and the outcomes that they want to create the life that they want and they've gone for it. They've not stopped when things got hard. They've not given into challenges, into obstacles. They've not given into fear. They have constantly evolved, constantly tweaked their approach and they have kept going. And so I wanna break each and every one of these examples down and just talk a little bit more about the growth mindset versus fixed mindset. Just to give you an idea of what that looks like, because sometimes, well, all the time we don't know what we don't know. And until it's pointed out to us, until we hear it at the right time, it's not going to resonate and make a difference. And quite often we can think we're doing something in a positive growth mindset way. But the truth is, actually, we're possibly working off a fixed mindset. And the truth is we will work off both there is no way in the world you can be 100% positive and 100% working in a growth mindset because it's just not, it's not possible. There will be times where we will be uh, pushed into thinking um, as a fixed mindset. The difference between the people that I've interviewed and those that are perhaps feeling stuck or overwhelmed is they know what they look like when they're in growth and they know what they look like when they're in fix and they Look out for the signs and they acknowledge the signs and they recognize behavioral changes, thought patterns, all of that sort of stuff. And as soon as they notice it, they act on it to change um, their approach, to change their mindset and also to manage their mind in a way that it allows them to avoid putting themselves in certain positions and so i'm going to break these down and just go through each and every one of them and give you some sort of background and information in this so a little bit different today but i just really wanted to spend the time analyzing um, the interviews so far and just taking some of the amazing examples and feedback that that they've shared with us and to really start to see what that looks like in in normal everyday life and business so number one they met challenges head on and learn from their mistakes now, if, if you are working off a fixed mindset, quite often people avoid challenges. You find yourself making excuses not to be put in that position and to um, avoid any challenge that takes you out of your comfort zone and um, might cause you to be judged or to, to be laughed at or to be challenged. And so often people who are working off a fixed mindset will avoid that because they don't want to get it wrong. They think that they perhaps know know best, Um, they continuously work off what they've always done and they're very rigid when it comes to flexibility and to change. Quite often they will have a victim mentality as well so they will blame other people um, for the challenges and the mistakes that are made rather than taking responsibility and learning from them. From a growth mindset point of view, a lot of people will see challenges as opportunities to test their progress, to start to understand how far they've gone because quite often I find that my clients will be working off a level of confidence that isn't in alignment with where they're truly at. And this is because they haven't challenged themselves enough to test their abilities, to test their strengths and test their knowledge. And so they will often go into a situation Thinking that they are at a certain level and have a belief system that that is in alignment with that when the truth is actually They know so much more than they give themselves credit for and they are so much more capable of achieving the success and hitting the the financial goals and um, launching programs and doing whatever it may be but they're working off an old belief system and so they often hold back Whereas with a growth mindset, they see it as an opportunity to test this progress, to learn from it, to even make mistakes from it, because mistakes are feedback. Mistakes will allow you to make amendments and to make the changes that you need to make in order to make your path to success so much more smooth and to understand who they are. But more importantly, to expand their comfort zones. Every time you um, face a challenge head on, And you see it as a win-win situation in the fact that whatever happens, you will get feedback. Quite often, the outcome surprises you. And you often realise that you are so much more capable than you think you are. And as a result of that, your comfort zone starts to expand because you start to think, that wasn't as bad as I thought it was going to be. You know, I can do this. It's easy. Like. I love getting more information about myself. I can use this information to really help to create this solid foundation. And so your comfort zone starts to expand and then you start to get used to a new level. And then as a result of being more comfortable in this new level, results start to come in that are different and you start to see an increase, an increase in confidence, an increase in results, an increase in success, an increase financially emotionally, everything. And this isn't just in business, this is in all walks of life. And you become responsible for your actions because you care and you know that what you do will make a difference. And so that is like the main difference when it comes to challenges. Are you avoiding challenges? Are you making up excuses? Or are you embracing them, knowing that whatever the outcome you're gonna learn from them, and knowledge is power and knowledge is key, to creating success and to and to continue to expand and evolve. Second point, when times got tough, they dug deep and pulled on resources. This is probably the biggest um, thing that I see that will knock people off their belief and mindset. When they've been working really, really hard, putting lots of things in place, and then they are, um, thrown a curveball and all of a sudden they're in a state of flux and they'll be like, well, it didn't work last time. Or if I, you know, I've been feeling really positive and this happened, so what's the point? And go into victim mentality and, and take the foot off the gas when it comes to mindset. The truth of the matter is, we're all going to feel a little bit funky if we've been challenged or knocked sideways or not, you know, knocked off piece it's the comeback rate that will make the difference between whether you step ahead and you become you know, super successful and um, achieve your goals, or whether you allow that resistance to knock you off peace and to stop you from believing in yourself. And when it comes to um, a fixed mindset, so you don't, people tend not to learn from mistakes. So if something's happened, They don't take the time to reflect on why that just happened or what can they learn from it or what could they do differently? And they give up on things thinking actually that idea doesn't work when that idea could be absolutely amazing, but it just needs tweaking with these few bits of feedback that you're being given, but you've not taken notice of. And they only see one solution and one way of doing things. And so they're like, well, a bit blinkered and, I wanted to do this and this is how I wanted to do it and this was the only way that we could do it and I've just been shown that that doesn't work so what's the point in in doing it um, and so you become very fixed and very rigid if you have a growth mindset then you use this information to work out what's working what isn't what support do I need what areas of development do I need to work on and then actively seek out ways in which to make this happen and that is the difference everything that we have when times are tough and we've all gone through tough times and sometimes we've sat in that moment slightly longer than others um, and that's okay but it's what you do in that moment that will make a difference and if you give in too easily then your mind has taken down a totally different cycle it's taken down a thought cycle of victim mentality of lack of hard work or it's not fair and all of a sudden everything that you are starting to feel you will start to mirror in your life whereas if you start to think do you know what it's not ideal it's, it's pretty shit but I'm going to learn from it and what can I learn from this situation because I don't want to be in this situation anymore I don't want to feel the way that I'm feeling and I need to be accountable for um, for changing that because ultimately regardless of what's going on It's down to me and how I'm choosing to respond to this situation that will make the difference. So what can I learn from it? What can I do differently? What is working? You've heard me speak about this so often, but every single person that I've interviewed has backed this up, that they constantly review and reflect on what is working for them and what isn't. They're constantly on top of exactly what is going well within their life, exactly what goes well with them in certain situations so they know who to be and how to show up in order to get the, the, the right results. Growth mindset um, is all about growing your mindset, about growing your knowledge, about expanding. And so they look in what for ways in which that they can develop, um, that they can reach out for for support and that they can, start to learn things, start to tweak things and start to make things things, um, and the outcomes different and they become accountable. So they recognise that they can't do this on their own but they have other people or they actively seek out other people that can help them to do this and to make things easier for them and to um, allow them to get their oomph back and their confidence back and to keep going. And so whenever you do feel that things are really tough Ask yourself, how do I normally act? Do I normally go into victim mentality? Do I learn from my mistakes? Or do I keep doing the same thing? Because the truth of the matter is, if you keep doing the same thing, you're going to keep getting the same results. And eventually, the universe will slap you in the face and say, look, I've been trying to tell you for ages that you need to make changes and you're not listening. So now I'm going to make you listen. So really look at what signs you... Can see and what signs are out there to show you the tweaks that you need to make, the changes that you need to make, and to dig deep. this is not personal. this is an opportunity for you to to show personal strength and to learn from the situation and to push beyond it because when you push beyond it that's when the magical things happen. Third point, they took their goals seriously and made them non-negotiable. Sam in particular, Scott in particular, both of these guys. Um, spoke a lot about goals um, in the interviews they were quite early on in my show so Scott Jenkins and Sam Baines. Scott um, runs ultra marathons and does the most heroic challenges for, um, for charity and goal setting has played a massive part for him in that and the importance of breaking it down because if you're faced with running 200 miles and you're just about to start that's very daunting but if If you focus on just running six miles and then it's lunch and then another six miles and then you have another break, then everything starts to feel a lot more manageable. Sam as well, you know, when she woke up from her coma and had to learn how to um, walk and talk again, she knew that she wanted to do that. But what she did was had a clear goal and she knew that every day she had to do certain things in order to move her forward. So she had a very clear vision on what each day and each week would look like in order for her to be able to walk and talk in the way that she used to. And so goal setting played a massive part in her recovery. And it's something that I see not being taken as seriously as it perhaps should. And I've done a couple of um, sessions on this because quite often we just have been bought up and have a belief that goal setting is something that we have to do we don't necessarily put an emotional connection to it and if we do we don't necessarily revisit our goals and look at our goals and check that we're on track up with our goals as often as we should and yet the people that do get results far faster far quicker and far bigger than those that don't and so a fixed mindset when it comes to, to goal setting is loosely setting goals Having a pipe dream, maybe not even writing them down, but just saying to their friends, oh, yeah, I want to do this with no real idea or action plan in place as to how you're going to achieve it. Keep that a lot of them keep their goals very top line and very generic with no real attachment, and no meat on the bones. So what I mean by that is, um, for example, like if you want to grow your financial goal and you might pluck a number out of thin air. Um, but what you're not doing is looking or taking the time to recognize where that money is coming from and how many uh, discovery calls you need to have booked in um, and what your conversion rate needs to be for sign-ups for one-to-one clients, for example, example, for you to hit your target. Equally, what does that look like for your marketing? What does that look like for increasing engagement within your tribe? What does that look like for signups, getting new signups with an opt-in? All of these things will play a part in you hitting that financial goal. So it's really important for you to identify and understand what that looks like for you and personalizing it. We can all say we want to make 10 grand a month or 10 grand a day or um, 100K a year, whatever that may be. But what does that actually look like for you within your business and within your life? And what does that require you to do in order to generate the the right movement and the right flow and the right connections in order for that to then transfer and convert into sales? So it's really important for you to look at goals as exciting, as a way of breaking everything down and getting really clear on your vision. And so with a fixed mindset, This doesn't tend to happen. There's no real attachment. They keep doing the same thing, keep getting the same results, and probably only really monitor their goals when required. So at the end of the year, maybe mid year, but certainly not daily or monthly or weekly. Um, Perhaps when someone asks them the question, they think, better just check my goals. There is no real connection. There's no real understanding of the value that these goals will have on your success and keeping you focused. Um, Whereas a growth mindset, a lot of people write their goals down. A lot of people revisit their goals on a daily, certainly weekly basis. And they monitor them and they make adjustments based on the feedback from the challenges and from when times are a little bit tough. And they start to acknowledge what is working for them and what isn't. What do they need to change? And they work backwards. They often have a set goal for the year, and then they work backwards. What does that look like for November, um, October, September, August? Uh, Quite challenging, um, saying all the months backwards. But they start to work back and look to see, well, what does that actually mean for me if we're doing it in January? What does that mean for me this month to get my year going? So I'm building momentum I'm on track to hit my 150K target, to grow my business, to launch my mastermind, whatever it may be. What do I need to do in the months leading up to launch date that's going to get me in the perfect position mentally and physically to have the success and the launch that I want to? And so they make them non-negotiable. They're so clear on what their goals are that they're non-negotiable, it, they become a priority. And so everything for that month, for example, is based around achieving that one set goal that is going to move them closer to having a successful launch in a couple of months' time. So everything is geared around the marketing plans, the strategy, the challenges they're putting in place, the webinars, everything like that is the focus. To, so when it comes to in two months' time when they're actually opening the cart and they're launching everything is in place and you've got interest and you've got engagement and you've got the right people in your tribe that are going to convert into into clients and so really start to think about that you know the sam's example scott's example they are both business um not business but they are both transferable one sport one was health the truth of the matter is goals can be set in anything. You can have financial goals, relationship goals, couples goals, holiday goals, house goals. It really doesn't matter. But when you put personal attachment to it and you start to understand why you want these goals, what they mean to you, what they will bring to you and what you need to do to play a part in achieving these goals, then everything starts to become a lot more juicy and a lot more meaningful. And so With goals, have a chance to look at your goals now, review them. We're about to go into the second half of um, the year. What does the last six months of 2019 look like for you? What can you do between July and December to make sure that you finish this year on a high? Commit to reviewing your goals on a weekly basis. Commit to breaking them down. Commit to writing them daily if you can so it's, it's in your mind, it's at the forefront of your mind. And, um, you know, and have that attachment to it. And you will notice a massive, massive difference. So that is uh, example number, I don't know, three. Uh, Number four, they pulled on their strengths and developed their weaknesses. Now, I interviewed um, a guy called Stuart, who uh, is going to be aired in a couple of weeks time. Stuart Bethill. And he is an Olympic sailor. And uh, he's just in the process of um, gearing up for 2020 Olympic qualifications, currently ranked number one, just uh, won the European champs, won a silver medal in the 2012 Olympics, um, but entered the 2012 Olympics as a total underdog and a bit of an unknown. And his journey to get there, which I won't go into too much detail because it's in the show, was really quite interesting. And I asked him what was the one of the defining factors or the changing factors from going from being unknown to being on the um, podium with a silver Olympic medal. And a lot of that was down to pulling on the strengths of his team, uh, looking at the personalities of him and his sailing partner, recognizing their strengths, using that to, um, figure out with certain weather conditions who would be the leader in that particular race, based on their strengths and their weaknesses, um, and really pulled together. But they needed to know what their strengths were in order to do that and what their weaknesses were. And quite often, people will loosely be aware of their strengths, but don't want to say because they don't want to be um, seen as like a show off or whatever. tend to focus more on their weaknesses but don't necessarily do too much about it but don't actively seek out ways in which you can enhance your weaknesses through the help of others. Now whether you run a business um and ultimately you are the decision maker but in life you are ultimately the decision maker of your choices but that doesn't mean you have to do everything on your own. You can outsource you can have people in your team in your life in your support network in your friendship circles that really help you to Develop your weaknesses to to um, support you in any which way that they can, and and to really allow you to to grow in that capacity, and to not see them as a weakness, but to to manage them in a way that either you take responsibility and develop, or you outsource and you um, seek uh, support from others who are um, do have strengths in that area. So fixed, obviously, they see weaknesses as a bad thing and don't admit to having any. We've all got weaknesses, each and every one of us. It's how we view our weaknesses, how we embrace our weaknesses. Quite often with a fixed mindset, we feel embarrassed and we, um, or we use our weaknesses as an excuse as to why we've not achieved the things that we want to achieve. And we just accept them and it's very much, well, that's just me, that's how I am. So like it all lump it type of thing, rather than actively developing and and seeking support to develop them and also to then pull on your strengths because when we know what our weaknesses are and we know what our strengths are, we know the areas in which we are, you know, have a zone of genius. We know which, what works best for us. Then we can start to prioritize. We can start to visualize what that's going to look like, what, what part you actively pay a part in and what part you seek support from others. Um, and that's where the growth element comes in. You know, they recognize strengths and weaknesses and pull on both. They develop both and they bring in support to balance them out. I know that I am not brilliant at tech, even though I run an online business, but I have an amazing VA who is. And so she puts her her expertise into my business. I give her um, all the ideas of the things that I want to happen and that needs happening but i pass it over to her to do that because what takes me a couple of hours takes her half an hour 45 minutes and so it then allows me to work on doing the things that i'm good at Um, and then it just balances everything out but it's recognizing you don't have to do everything at once it's all at once Um, it's knowing what your strengths are, so then you can put active plans in place to balance that out. But two, it, you know, it's, it's not a weakness, as in you're not incompetent, it's not a bad thing. It, we all aren't brilliant at everything. It's just impossible. But knowing what we are and what we're not will help. So acknowledge it, recognize it, and then look for the support to bring it in. They faced fears head on, and recognized that this was driven by their ego. Um, I've just realized I have missed off a couple, so I'm going to come to them at the end. Um, yes, they face fears, fears, Sam woke up from a coma, not knowing, um, whether she was going to be able to walk or talk again. Uh, the fear that she experienced was, well, you just can't imagine. Uh, she had very dark moments. There were times where she wanted to give up. Equally, you know, last week Ben Clark went from an Olympic swimming team to um, living a, living a life in a wheelchair as a quadriplegic. The fear that he experienced, but he never gave up. He he faced his fear head on. There, you know, they are very extreme um, examples there. But quite often, fear is what holds us back from going to that next level of success, of breaking relationship patterns, of um, breaking financial goals, of reaching that new new level of business where you are earning more money, where you are really raising the bar and pushing your, your business to growth and expansion and taking it to that next level. Quite often fear will kick in and the voices will kick in and procrastination will kick in because we are so used to just being in our comfort zones And our fear wants to protect us, but fear is not real. And so quite often in a growth mindset, we recognize that fear is our ego speaking. Fear is coming from the set of beliefs and the past experiences that we've had, but it's not real to who you are today. And so quite often, if you have a growth mindset, you recognize that this isn't real and you manage it in a way that allows you to still push beyond that to allow it to come along for the ride because fear is always going to be there to use it almost to push you to challenge yourself that bit more because we often um, feel fear when we're about to up level upscale or try something new and to see it as a positive, like this is the worst is it going to happen is I'm going to learn something whether that is what works or what doesn't, but I'm definitely going to learn something. There is no um, such thing as failure unless we give up. So everything else is positive. So what's the worst that can happen? I get feedback. And so they, they rationalize this fear. They know that it's coming from um, a place of protection, but they also know that they are capable of so much more because they're in touch with their strengths. They're in touch with their, um, their weaknesses. They're in touch with their goals. They have a very clear understanding of what that looks like. And so they push beyond it. They see, they see um, life beyond it because they're focusing on the outcomes that they want. And so they choose to control it. They control it by breaking everything down, getting super clear on what it is that they need to do that day, of putting mantras in place, of vision boards in place, of visualizing and journaling, and really starting to believe in, in who they are and their capabilities, and starting to celebrate the changes. And all of these things will really help you to recognize how much further you've come. And so they just push beyond it because they know that the worst that can happen is they're gonna get feedback. From a fixed point of view, quite often people will allow fear to hold them back and keep you playing small and control your decisions and your choices. And fear is probably the biggest killer of dreams and it's the biggest thing that I work on with my clients. And it's the biggest thing I've worked on personally because we are scared of the unknown. Um, and as much as we're not necessarily happy with where we're at, it's comfortable because we know it and we know what's making us miserable. But the minute we challenge ourselves and step out of our comfort zones, it becomes scary. But I, 99% of the time when people do things and push beyond fear, they say it was never as bad as they thought it was and they enjoy it, and they learn from it, and they expand. And that fear is really coming from the old you, the person who experienced that experience five years ago, five five months ago, whenever it may be. But the, the, the reality is you have changed. You're not that person anymore. Um, and the sooner that you can recognize that and, and realize that that is just your ego talking, it's not real, then you can push beyond it dip your toe in it, try it by breaking it down and and moving forward. So next time that you feel fear kicking in, ask yourself, is this coming from a place of ego? Is this my ego talking and protecting me? Or is this a genuine fear feeling? And understand that by your gut reaction. Because if your gut reaction is saying no to everything, don't do it. But if you're honest with yourself and you're like, I'm just a bit scared to do this. I'm worried about the outcomes. and am worried about what people might think um, or whether people will judge me. Then start to reframe it, start to put your um, techniques and resources in place that will allow you to start to believe in yourself. And they are the you know, affirmations, visualizations, meditations, journaling. All of this will allow you to start to build that bubble around you of belief Revisiting wow moments of when you've been really successful and you've pushed beyond your normal limitations and you have achieved new results and felt amazing as a result of it. All of that is in you. Everything that you've experienced is in you. So remind yourself of who that person is. Big yourself up. Write your manifesto of who you are at your best. Read it all the time. Anything that will get you into this, I can do it. And I'm gonna take fear along with me, but I'm controlling it, not, not it controlling me. And it will have such a big difference on your, um, on your actions and on your, your, um, your mindset and your results. So next one, they broke down barriers and went beyond the norm. right so fixed barriers always doing the same thing never learning from mistakes having that victim mentality living by limitations and limiting thoughts and barriers that have been put into place based on our beliefs and our past experiences so allowing those voices of don't do that you're not worthy you're not good enough all of that sort of stuff um to hold you back and to to keep you feeling small whereas growth mindset recognize that Those fears, those barriers are built around blocks, internal blocks around ego, driven by ego, that they are quite often BS, that they are no longer in alignment with you as a person today because they are working off an old hymn sheet um, from the past and they focus on the outcomes that they want. And so everything that I've just really been saying with regards to fear is the same with this. They reframe their thoughts They break down barriers bit by bit by breaking down their goals and their actions, by breaking down the stories that they're telling themselves, having an understanding of what these stories are, where they're coming from, and then spending time decluttering them, releasing them from their system, from their minds, reminding themselves of who they are and how far they've come, and really starting to acknowledge and celebrate the person that they are because there are barriers everywhere. If you look at it in the news, like, um, we have achieved the impossible already, with people going to the moon, um, with technology. Even years ago, you know, not that long ago, 20 years ago, the internet, God, I'm going to sound really ignorant here, but it certainly wasn't the the massive beast that it is right now. It's evolving. Yet someone went against the grain and said, it is possible and I'm going to break that barrier down. And so it's really starting to see what your barriers look like. What do they mean to you? How are they um, showing up in your life and in your business and what you can do to break them down? And quite often that will be rewriting the stories that go on in your head, the limiting thoughts that go on in your head that are causing you to play small and to doubt yourself. And so for that decluttering, letting go, forgiveness, really starting to write a list of of all of these um, statements that come from that internal niggle and rewriting them straight away with examples of being good enough. So every time you say I'm not good enough, Write 20 reasons why you are good enough. Every time you hear the words, I'm not, I don't deserve success or I don't deserve that money, write 20 reasons why you deserve that money, why you deserve that success. <clears throat> really start to reframe it and allow those barriers to break down because when you can write 20 things about why you're worthy of success, Your mind will focus on those 20 things. It's a reference for you to come back to and reread. It's something that you can continue to rewrite. But every negative story that you have, write 20 reasons why that's not true. And I guarantee that you will start to shift that mind straight away. and you know, and then start to see what you can do rather than what you can't and start to believe in yourself that will allow you to break down those barriers and go against the norm. Because you know, the norm is, is amazing and we're all amazing people and we're all achieving so much more than we recognize and give ourselves credit for. But if you want more and every day you're striving for more and every day you're coming up against the same obstacles and challenges and you just feel like it doesn't matter what strategies you've got in place, Um, what you're working with, with your coach, whatever it may be, something isn't clicking, that's when you've got to look within. And that is the internal barriers that you've put up. And these barriers will be, you break them down, it is a game changer. You're aware of these barriers, it's a game changer. Because then you you know what you're working with and you know what to do to, to push beyond that. Decluttering it, writing a list of everything, ripping it up, writing 20 positives to every one negative. All of these things will really help you to to develop that growth mindset and to start to believe in yourself and start to rewrite the stories of the fact that you are worthy and that you are deserving of success and that you are capable of achieving anything you put your mind to. So, step number seven, I think maybe. Um, They took the time to get to know who who they are and based every strategic plan around that. There's a bit of repetition here now coming through, but the truth of the matter is, if you don't know who you are at your best and you don't know who you are at your worst, you're not gonna know what to look out for. And fixed uh, mindset, we often work on autopilot. We come into our office every day or start each day the same, doing the same thing, thinking in the same way and expecting to get different results and it's just not gonna happen. If you want change, you have to change, and that comes with changing your thought process that will then lead on to feelings, actions, and results. But quite often, on a fixed mindset, I am who I am, and that's just how it is. That's how my life's always been. That's just something I have to accept, and so do you. Nothing ever changes. So you go into autopilot, and there's no real self-awareness of the signs or of you at your best and you at your worst. You don't know what to pull on. Um, and you ignore signs, actually. You could probably have a million and one different signs and feedback there staring you in the face. But you're so set on the fact that I am who I am and this is just my life. Um, there's nothing I can do about it or that you can do about it. And so you block everything off. With a growth mindset, that growth mindset... is built around self-awareness. Self-awareness is the biggest thing in mindset because if you aren't aware of anything that's going on in your life and in your business and in your relationships and in your finances, then you can't make changes. Um, So that self-awareness needs to be there. You need to know what is going on. What aren't you happy with? What do you want to achieve? What part are you playing that you can change? How can you change? Who are you under pressure? Um, really notice the 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 changes that you know who you are at your best what um, behavioral changes or thought patterns change when you are challenged or when you're perhaps doubting yourself really start to see what that looks like so you can be oh hang on a minute that's the second negative behavior I've done or that's the second negative thought I've had why Because that's not me, because I know when I'm at my best, I function like this and I think like this and I act like this. So something's going on. What is it? And the minute you start to challenge yourself and ask what it is, start to break it down straight away. Um, And so you start to make the changes and then you can start to put the strategic plans in place that will enable you to work off this new him sheet, this new you and to get the results that you want. So move from that autopilot. If things aren't working in your life right now, what can you do differently? What do you keep doing the same of that is just not moving you in the direction in which you want to go? Um, So, yeah, Uh, support networks. Support networks, they've all had support networks around them, whether it's been team members, colleagues, um, nurses, uh, physios, friends, family, VAs, whatever. Everyone that I've interviewed has had support networks around them and have played a massive part in their success. Because as we've said, ultimately it's down to us to be successful, to make the choices and to act in the way that that we want to and that we choose to. But the truth is we don't have to do everything on our own. Um, How we choose to bring other people in will make a massive difference. And quite often if you're working off a fixed, it's, well, I do things my way. Um, you don't want other people taking the glory for your success um, you use a very select few um, you probably don't trust them in the way that you perhaps should um, you don't want to look like you don't know things and so you want to be seen to everybody as having the answers and knowing for, you know what to do in every, any given situation and to reap the the glory and the rewards for doing it all on your own but that just doesn't always work we need support everyone that you see and admire in in the business industry in the sporting industry um in the celebrity world have support networks around them they are the face of their success but there is a massive team behind them that is supporting them in more ways than we realize and you know when you open yourself up to support networks you 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 open yourself up to a whole new level of resources. You open yourself up to a whole new level of support. You get to share ideas. You get to get feedback from neutral parties because quite often when, when it comes to relationships or business or money, we're so in it that we can't see the wood through the trees, whereas external people can. And so they can challenge you and get you to see things from a different point of view. Um, and it just gives you that opportunity to just bounce ideas off. Or get out of your own head for for a while and share those thoughts with people. And to have that support that when you are perhaps doubting yourselves, you've got people around you cheering you on behind the scenes, telling you that you can do it and believing in you when you perhaps aren't believing in yourself. All of these things make a massive difference. I've been very open about the fact that I wouldn't be where I am Right now, if it wasn 't for my support network and the fact that I feel my support network saved my life, um, and I stand by that, and obviously, my support network has evolved over the years um, to when I really pulled on it in my early adulthood um, but it 's all for the same reasons because i I want other people 's opinions I want support of others I know i can 't do everything on my own I know i 'm not um, invincible. And I know that having that support there just gives me that sanity check, gives me um, that hug, that reassurance, makes me feel less vulnerable, helps me with my confidence. Um, And so really start to think about who you can pull in. Are you isolating yourself? Are you just putting pressure on yourself to achieve everything yourself, Um, Through fear of investment or fear of um, looking silly or wanting to impress people, because these things just hold you back. So look at ways in which you are working with your support network and see whether you can actually pull on other people, whether you can invest in a coach, whether you can start to open up to your friends and loved ones, whether you can speak to your biz bestie. Whether you can just speak to someone or outsource something that would take the pressure off giving you those few extra hours to do the things that you need to do, whether that's in business, um, on yourself and self care, um, whatever, but just free up that time and take the pressure off that it isn't just down to yourself. It's about working with a support network and pulling on the right resources and the right people. They also recognise the importance of self-care and this is a whopper because so many people that I work with don't recognise the importance of self-care and are too scared to take the foot off the gas um, or to put themselves first because there's so many other people that need them before they need themselves and that's not true. Fixed mindset people never put themselves first. They make excuses or ignore signs and quite often reach burnout and don't value themselves enough to put themselves first because they don't want to be seen as selfish or letting someone down or anything like that. Whereas a growth mindset, you know, we are our business. We are um, with if we're not fully functioning, then how can we support others? So that could be in family life, that could be financially, that could be in business. But if you're not fully functioning, then you can't expect one, your clients to fully function, but also you can't expect to have the stamina and the results and the enthusiasm and the motivation and the focus to do the things that you need to do when you're reaching burnout, because it, it just doesn't work. And quite often when you're reaching burnout, you can't see the wood through the trees Things are very disconnected. You're throwing a lot of energy at, at the wrong things because you haven't taken the time to, to connect. And so you're distracted. Um, but when you put yourself first, and this isn't like hours and hours and hours, but giving yourself time shows that you value yourself, shows that you think that you are worthy um, of putting yourself first. It, it shows that you acknowledge the importance of, running off a fuel full tank rather than half empty, um, and you get so much more done. Knowing who you are, again, at your best in the hours in the day will allow you to do the bigger activities either first thing in the morning or if you're a night out at night or whatever it may be, but it will allow you to then start to put your plans in place based on how you perform throughout the day, how you eat, how you move your body, how you exercise, how you switch off. Because pretty much whenever you are struggling to come up with a solution or to write an email or to um, respond to something, it means you need a break. You take that break, you come back, it's there. You have to create space. And in order to create space, you've got to give yourself the time to switch off and step away. And each and every person that I've interviewed so far has had an element of self-care and seen the importance in that. And recognizing that if they want to achieve the things they want to achieve, as Bridget said, you know, the minute she knew she wanted to up level her business um, to the seven figures, the first thing she did was hire a personal trainer to make sure that she had she was eating the right foods, um, that the nutrition within her system was right, that her energy levels were right, that she was physically fit, that she was mentally fit. All of that helped her to reach the the million pound mark within her business it is a massive player so where are you holding back on your self-care are you working off a fixed mindset when it comes to self-care this really shows that actually your mindset filters into everything it's not just the obvious stuff it goes so much deeper and so much beyond the norm and when you start to recognize that and see that, that's when the magical things start to happen. And that's when you start to step into this magical 1% and you start to see the results that you've been dreaming of, but have been struggling with. They start to come into fruition. And self-care is a massive, massive part to play in that. Equally, they measured success. Um, so they knew exactly what it was that they were aiming for and what that looked like. How many times have we said we want to achieve this or we want to do this, but we don't back it up with any value or any way of measuring it. We don't connect to what that feeling um, will feel like when we have hit the 10K months or that we've signed up with these new clients or we have broken the, the relationship cycle or, you know, whatever it may be. We need to make sure we have things in place to measure our success. And, um, Quite often with a fixed mindset, you don't. There's no personal connection to goals anyway. We've established that. Um, And so they've no real idea of what what those goals look like when they've achieved them. They might have a loose idea. You know, it will go in my bank or if it's a financial thing or um, I'll have signed up so and so many clients. But there's no real connection to what that will feel like for you internally, what that will feel like within your business how you will measure it, um, how you will view it, any of that sort of stuff. When you connect to the feelings that these results will generate, it takes it to a whole nother level. You're expanding your um, percentage of success tenfold. It will really allow you to, to... understand it and to push beyond the challenges because you can feel what it's going to feel like when you get there and you're so close because you can feel that you're close and you're connected to it and you know the things that you need to do in order to get there because you've got your plans in place so really think about how you measure success each and every one of the people that I've interviewed has a form of measuring their success whether it's their reviews whether it's after every performance they um Dissect what went on and figure out what's working, what's not. Um, Massive key players, whether they are monitoring and tweaking their goals, whether they are constantly showing up as their best, they're constantly keeping on top of the limiting internal barriers that um, perhaps are forming the closer it comes to achieving their results. And they're really working on breaking them down in order to get to, to where they need to be. So they have a way of measuring it. So, think about how you can measure your success. Are you currently working off a fixed mindset when it comes to measuring your success? Do you have anything in place to measure it? Do you even care whether you hit your goals and what that looks like and feels like? Because a growth mindset, they know exactly what success looks and feels like. They know exactly what the results that they need to get in order to achieve that. And they know the value that these results will bring to their happiness, to their finances, to their. Um, business to their personal life all of the above gets super clear on that they took action every single day fixed mindset often has limited action based on procrastination um, and loosely doing the things that they need to do in between the distraction because they're not 100% sure on what it is they're wanting to do but they know they need to be busy so they'll act busy And they'll spend all day grafting and doing things to justify the fact that they're busy, but they're not really clear on the, or or they're not taking inspired action every day. In a growth mindset, they're consistently taking the right action because they have put processes in place in order to monitor and be clear on what it is because they're working backwards. So they know what all of the actions that they're taking leads to. They are connecting to them and they have focus and clarity and purpose. So every day they turn up with intention. They start the day with intention. They are so clear on what their purpose is for that day because they've broken everything down. And so they have clarity. And as, as a result, they are focused on, the, on achieving that result because they know the one or two things that they need to do each and every day. That is the difference between a fixed and a growth when it comes to taking action it's taking the right action, being clear on what that looks like, why you're doing it, what that will bring to you, how you'll measure it versus taking actions for action's sake, just to show up but in a distracted way that isn't generating the results that you want. Um, and finally, they let down their, their limiting thoughts, which we've, which I spoke about in the um, bit about the, the barriers. Um, as you know, I am hugely focused on limiting um, beliefs for me when you understand your limiting beliefs you get internal freedom you get the freedom of of choice uh, the freedom to to challenge yourself you get the freedom to believe in yourself to rewrite your stories to really connect to who you are and to create the success that you want and so understanding what those limitations are is absolutely key, and then um, taking the time to write the, the positives against every negative, to start to rewrite the story, to let go of those limiting beliefs and know that they are not based on who you are today. They are based on um, the beliefs, the past experiences, um, the, the choices that you made previously. But mindset is evolving, you are evolving. Nothing is set in stone. So you can change, you can evolve, you can um, create success, you can create power, you can create unlimited resources, you can create just about anything you want to if you put your mind to it. And so I'm hoping that you found this show um, interesting. For me, it's always really good to reflect on the interviews that I've had um, with the, some of the amazing guests on my show and to really like look at... What they do um, that sets them above the rest to enable them to get the success or to overcome some of the challenges that they have. And these were the main pointers that I I found um, as to be the game changers. And it's really important to recognize that mindset is split into two forms, positive, negative, growth or fixed. And so to really start to understand it and take that knowledge and that feedback and that um, understanding to a deeper level and recognizing, well, we all have mindset. Which one am I working on? Because you might be working off a growth mindset in 90% of your life and your business, but I might have highlighted some areas that perhaps are still working on fix. And if you can really start to tweak them and change them, that is when the magic starts to flow. That's when everything starts to fall into place. That missing link, that final piece of the puzzle starts to come together. We are an evolving process. We are a work in progress. But if you know the areas that you need to develop on and know areas that you need support on, it makes everything a lot easier. So I hope you've enjoyed the show and I look forward to seeing you next week. Bye for now.